0: In today's Coffee Connection, I had the chance to speak with three of our 2024-25 Young Ambassadors. Each year, DAD selects students from the U.S. and Canada to share their Germany experience with their peers on their respective campuses. In August, DAD invites the new Young Ambassadors for a training in New York. I had the opportunity to sit down with three Young Ambassadors, Vicky, Hannah, and Grace. My name is Honeygeist. Welcome to Coffee Connections. I asked all three Young Ambassadors the same questions. Where did you go in Germany? What program did you participate in? What was your most memorable experience? What was your favorite spot in Germany? And what advice do you have for someone interested in going to Germany? The answers each Young ambassador gave were quite different, but they all had one thing in common, their enthusiasm and love for Germany. Have a listen. What is your name and institution?
1: Uh, My name is Vicky Thomas, and I go to Virginia Tech.
0: What was your experience in Germany? What did you do?
1: So, I was in Berlin for 2 months during the summer and I participated in an internship program and I took a seminar. So, my internship was I worked at a community garden that was really focused on like sustainability and getting the neighborhood involved in different climate action things and also just trying to bring the community together through like the project of like urban gardening and learning through nature. And then the seminar Was kind of giving context to working abroad. So really giving us support during our internships, because I know some people dealt with some culture shock, especially being in like a more traditional office environment. It was a little bit different for them. we worked together and we helped navigate that and strengthened our intercultural competencies.
0: How did you find out about this program?
1: Actually, one of the other young ambassadors told me that she was doing it, and I thought, "Why not apply because I've always wanted to go abroad. I don't know. I guess I just need a little bit of a push and she was a little bit of a push too, <laughs> and I did, and I do not regret it at all.
0: How did you finance your stay?
1: So I missed the deadline for the scholarships for study abroad through my college, but turns out there weren't a crazy amount of people studying abroad. So I was reached out to to say, hey, fill out the scholarship form. And I actually got most of my trip paid for just from the College of Engineering. And I wasn't even doing an engineering study abroad, but there's so much money out there that they want to give you to study. So it was actually perfect.
0: So why should someone study abroad or intern abroad?
1: I think it's really important to learn about other people. I think even though like we grew up in an age of the internet and there's so much information out there, we still kind of live in a bubble of our own culture, especially in the United States. And I think going and studying somewhere else and living in a place where someone with a different culture lives and realizing, oh, people are so different, but that's kind of beautiful. And that's something that i've realized through studying german and then also being abroad is that there are so many like beautiful differences that we have as a humans in like different cultures and being able to experience that i think really makes you like a world citizen i don't know i would say it makes you a better person in my experience do
0: you have any tips for someone who's going abroad
1: something that you wish you had known before
0: going abroad
1: i would say Honestly, fake it till you make it, because <laughs> in the beginning, I at least was really nervous. And in certain ways, I held myself back by giving in to I was saying, oh, I'm giving myself some space. Like, I'm letting myself kind of ease into this. But I definitely would have gotten more out of my program had I just thrown myself in like from the beginning. So I would say just just do it, honestly. <laughs> What's
0: your favorite place in Germany?
1: My favorite place in Germany, I'm someone who, it's really hard for me to choose favorites, but I say one of the favorite places that I visited in Germany was like the Spreewald. South of Berlin, they have all these canals, this beautiful forest, and I went there with my friends, and they have some quirky little cultural things. They're like known for their pickles, so we (laughs) got the pickles, and we just hung out. It was really nice kind of to get out of the city and to see just even an hour away how different things are and it was just how was, did you get was, there we took the train and then we just walked a little bit and it was so easy it was so close we just kind of said hey guys after class we're we're to go to luba now. you want to come like, okay and it was just <laughs> so easy the transportation is just i mean Deutsche Bahn, it has its reputation but it was great for me <laughs>
0: Is there anything you want to share about your experience that's related to your identity or identities?
1: I would say that if the identity is being like a young person, like early 20s, that Berlin was a great place to be. There's a lot of young people there and there's a lot of different things to do. Like you have so much energy you want to explore. You want to like learn new things, explore yourself. And there's so many different things that you can do in the city, like you turn on one street and there's just endless possibilities there, especially in Berlin.
0: Anything else that you would like to share that I didn't ask?
1: I would definitely say, well, maybe this was also towards the other question of what I would say. I would say definitely consider a homestay. Mm -hmm. I stayed at a homestay and I think I had a much richer like cultural experience than some of the other people in my program just because I was able to like speak more German I was able to learn about the culture of East Germany which I thought was really really cool it was just really nice to like now I have a contact there and we're staying in contact and I'd love to go back and visit her and it's besides just my experience having like a host is something that ties me there like I know that I'll have a place there I know I have a home there (laughs)
0: what is your name and what's your institution?
2: Um, My name's Hannah and I go to the University of Waterloo in Canada.
0: And what was your experience in Germany? More specifically, did you study in Germany? Did you do an internship? What was your experience?
2: When I was little, my family and I moved there. So when I was like 12-ish years ago, we moved there and we lived there for a year, but eventually moved back to Canada. And then about a year ago, back in the summer I went on the CSSG program which is like a Canadian summer school in Germany program. You live with a host family and you you go to school and learn. Some of the people that I was with were doing like language programs for like A1 or C1 kind of and but I was doing a teacher development program through them. So I spent like my mornings doing fourth-year C1-level stuff, and then my afternoons were spent doing teaching observations, or I would go to my host mom's school because she was also a teacher, funny enough, an English teacher, and I would go to her school, and I would teach English to her native German students, and they would ask me loads and loads of questions about Canada, and I had so much, like, fascination. I had so many students ask me if I'd ever seen a bear. And so, have you? No. <laughs>
0: Never. Um, but that was six and a half weeks okay yeah so do you have any tips for anyone going abroad and specifically Germany
2: when I went abroad obviously Canada and the U.S. have different outlets than Germany Mm -hmm. and so everybody tells you to bring an adapter because like it's cheaper if you buy it like back home bring an adapter you're going to need it but the thing people don't tell you is that if you buy one adapter, it's only going to work in one outlet. So what you really should do is you should buy one adapter and then for, for your plug, whatever it is, buy kind of like, I don't know what they call them, but like like an extension, mm-hmm. buy an extension so that, that one that one adapter in that one plug will turn into like six plugs. Definitely mm-hmm. do that because I ran into that issue in hostels. When you share a room with like four people. And there's two plugs, and you can only use two plugs at once. Yeah, that's clever. Yeah, bring an extension.
0: It's a real-life uh, experience, yes. right? With the little things that maybe you don't think about it. And once you're in that situation, it's like, man, that would have been helpful. Yeah. What things surprised you about your time in Germany? I think what surprised me the most was
2: how many holidays there are in Germany. There's like an unreal amount of them. A lot of them are religious holidays, and a lot of them are observed in Germany. Like, I'm I'm very much used to maybe, like, Christmas, Thanksgiving, the same sort of things in, in the U.S. But Germany has so many more holidays that I've never heard of, and they always take them off. And they also have something called bridge days, mm-hmm. which are the most mind-boggling thing. So if, like, a, a holiday takes place on a Thursday, then Friday becomes a bridge day, so Friday is also off. And then shops might be open on Saturday. You don't know because it's the weekend but they, they'll they have limited hours because it's the weekend and then nothing is open on Sunday. So if you need to get groceries, you have to do it on the Wednesday or the next Monday. Mm-hmm. That was very
0: surprising. Yeah, especially if you're in a little town. Yeah. Why should someone intern or study abroad or go abroad for other opportunities? Just go outside of the country Um, I think it it
2: broadens your horizons for sure. You get a different perspective on life and you get exposed to a lot more people and the ways of life, like the way they live life. Cultures are very different from every side, like even Canada and the U.S. differ a lot in, in terms of culture. And that was a huge shock. But like Germany is incredibly different from us, but that difference is really important to be exposed to because you kind of get an idea of like why people are the way they are, why things happen in this kind of way. And like you're bound to even if you never leave home or something, you're bound to come across somebody who has and being a, being abroad, having gone abroad, even just like one country you go abroad once, it'll still give you a, a better perspective for when you meet people that might not be from where you are and you'll be able to understand them better.
0: So traveling costs money. Surprise. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so maybe students think that they are not able to go because they can't afford it. Uh, What would you say to someone like that?
2: I would say the very cliche phrase that when there is a will, there is a way. If you are motivated and dedicated to doing this, you will absolutely find a way to make it happen. There are Loads of funding opportunities available through many organizations, just like the DAD, but then also through schools. There's scholarships that are out there, and all you have to do is just search to
0: find them. So, good a good place to start as the study abroad office and the one department. How did you find about funding?
2: My professor was emailing, some, the chair of my German department at my university was emailing like everyone saying that it was right after COVID and saying that they had an amazing amount of funding and that if you just put your name in the hat, you were going to get it. So he was very adamant that anyone should apply to get these these funding opportunities, anybody. He wanted to focus a lot of his energy on people that were already in my university But on the program that I went on, only two students from my university actually went on the CSSG program. And so the other other applicants who were maybe from the U.S. or from other Canadian universities were also allowed to apply for the funding from us. And so they also got funding from us. So it's not even just in your own university. People from other universities and in the U.S. still got funding from us to go on this program.
0: So other than the plug, um, the outlet the extension cord is there something else that you wish you had known prior to leaving Canada before uh, going to Germany
2: I'm lactose and gluten intolerant and that can kind of be a struggle when you're in Germany in the land of bread and cheese <laughs> so when you stay at hostels they do oftentimes have like a like a shared breakfast or like a communal breakfast communal lunch or something but it will be very German. It's a lot of deli meat and bread and cheese, and and it's all things that I can't have. But Germany has an amazing selection of gluten-free, lactose-free, vegan options at the grocery store. Like, I still don't think that vegan deli meats exist in Canada, but they are absolutely everywhere in Germany, and the gluten-free bread in Canada is still gross, but it's amazing in Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they definitely take bread seriously, whether it's gluten-free or not. That was a huge
0: surprise, I guess. Is there anything that you want to share about your experience that's related to your identity or identities?
2: So I lived in Germany when I was a kid. At that point, it wasn't my choice to go to Germany. It was based on my parents. I had to go with them. I was too young to stay in Canada. I didn't have the say necessarily in going over. And so there was a lot of struggle in that sense with being a young kid and being a foreigner, being in school, being in a situation that I didn't really want to be in but then flash forward a couple of years being an adult now and actively choosing to go to Germany and and having this preconceived notion of what things are going to be like and and what kind of struggles I'm definitely not going to have or what struggles I'm definitely going to have and but then actually getting there and experiencing the reality it's hard for sure like it shakes your perception and and changes your perspectives in a very like kind of rough way but it's in those in those moments of of true hardship that you experience the most change and i think yeah i guess it definitely in that moment you or at least i learned in that moment how important it is to make a connection and make friendships as as best you can even if you maybe aren't in the best headspace and you are struggling and you are stressed about something it's better that you talk about the hardships that you're going through in in brutal honesty in mm-hmm. pure German fashion <laughs> than not talk about it because the fact of the matter is is if honestly if you're struggling with it, somebody else is probably struggling mm-hmm. with the same thing. And it's 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 only gonna lead to more stress and more struggle if you don't talk about it like you really just need to tell people even if it let seems, it out yeah even if it seems like uncomfortable or embarrassing or you don't know this person very well like you're all in the same boat you're all on this exchange program together you're all like maybe doing this for the first time or or from a similar place or something someone will be also experiencing similar hardships and and through that connection you can kind of find that a better sense of identity with someone and be able to connect better
0: What is your favorite place in Germany that's not a well-known site? So
2: I lived in Castle with my host family, and I lucked out in that my host mom spoke English, my host dad spoke English, and so did my host brother. And he was also celiac, so they were already a gluten-free household. And so they knew all of the recommendations for gluten-free, lactose-free restaurants, and they took me to this one restaurant in Castle called Ginkgo. And it's this like Japanese style restaurant that's like very allergen friendly. And it's in that restaurant where I fell in love with peanut sauce. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the best thing ever. And I think in all of the six and a half weeks that I was in Germany, I think I must have gained like 15 pounds of just ginkgo.
0: Just peanut sauce? Just
2: peanut sauce.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else that you'd like to share that I didn't ask?
2: It might be a good idea to bring your own pillow. Germans have interesting pillows. They're they're very big and they're very square and they're very flat. It might be better to bring your own pillow, because I didn't, but I brought an airplane pillow on the plane, and I think I slept on that airplane pillow for six and a half weeks.
0: Mm. (laughs) I always travel with my fuzzy blanket. Yeah. That's a good idea. Know what I have. (laughs) What's your name and institution?
3: My name is Grace Bauernfeind. I'm from the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and I just spent uh, the last year at the University of Freiburg. So Alfred Ludwigs Universität Freiburg.
0: So that would have been my second question. Can you elaborate? What did you actually do there?
3: Um, So my program that I traveled there through is called the academic year in Freiburg. So I was there the whole year studying um, political science in German. So I got to do that at the university, and actually, at the um, Pedagogische Hochschule, so our program allowed us to kind of move back and forth to that and the Sprachler Institute as well. It's like the language learning institution. So the
0: whole time I was there, I was studying
3: political science, and it was awesome. <laughs> How
0: did you find out about this particular program, this opportunity?
3: So it's a little weird. Madison, my college town, and Freiburg are sister cities. Mm-hmm. And our program has been running for the past 63 years. Oh, wow. And it's just like huge in the German department. So I heard it from, I think, four different professors recommended it when I mentioned I wanted to study abroad. And I thought, it's like, you're in Germany. I can study what I want. I can graduate on time. And I can fully immerse myself in the language and culture so I can like actively try and better (laughs) my German.
0: So I studied at the Free University of Berlin, and they have uh, many partner universities around the world, but also specifically the U.S., and I got the funding as part of that exchange program, so I didn't have to extra apply for money. But for me, if, I, if it wasn't for that scholarship, I would have never been able to afford it. So that's probably questions that you will get, like, how did you finance this? And I don't have the money for it, so I can go.
3: I always joke with my friends this year abroad was the cheapest year I've ever paid for college in my entire life. (laughs) Um, The University of Madison has about six different scholarships specifically for this program. And I applied and got my whole semester paid for. But I also applied to the Baden-Württemberg Stipendium. The government of Baden-Württemberg will give you 700 euro a month for like rent and living costs. So I was able to finance pretty much everything. And the only thing I had to pay for was my plane ticket.
0: So why should someone intern or study in Germany?
3: For me, it was a language thing. I really wanted to better my German speaking abilities. I've been speaking it for a while, but also It broadens your horizons to different classes and internship opportunities that I never would have gotten to take in the US. Like I could take a EU based class here in the US, but it wouldn't be from like someone who's Mm -hmm. actually worked in the European Union or something's focusing on just like the government of Germany. Honestly, it was an amazing experience. It was challenging, but I feel like I really grew as a person from it because the classwork was so interesting. And then you throw yourself into an experience in a whole new country.
0: What surprised you? You learned German before you went, so you had some exposure to German language and culture. You probably had some expectations before leaving and going to Germany. What surprised you?
3: Honestly, the small thing surprised me. What really sent me into Culture shock Loop is that popcorn is sweet and not salty <laughs> <laughs> which is a very weird thing to you know focus on right? i
0: recently was in the theaters with uh, an american and we had that conversation
3: so just like that that you don't wish someone a happy birthday before their birthday but germany reminds me of the midwest mm-hmm. people are a little bit More closed off, they won't talk to you in public. But I find it was relatively easy to adjust, especially because I've been learning the language, I know the culture. Like, I could tell you what Fasching was before I went to Germany, Mm -hmm. although they do call it Fasnet in uh, southern Germany.
0: I know from my colleagues, the headquarters is in Bonn, and the Cologne Carnival is crazy. And every year you can reach anyone in the bond office while there is carnival cuz they're all out. It's
3: insane. The entire city, the downtown area was closed off for like a day and a half. They had parades through the streets and you couldn't Did you
0: dress anywhere. up for it? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Did get glitter shoved down the back of my shirt.
0: Though. Oh. <laughs> what is your favorite place in Germany? Not necessarily the common sites, but in your everyday life that you experienced that you saw? So I really,
3: really love hiking. And there's a few places around Freiburg I would do that. But my favorite was right next to where I lived in the Studenten in Freiburg, which is like the biggest dorm complex, sort of. It's called the Zee And there is a um, tiny little tower. Right (laughs) next to it is just a beautiful panoramic view of the mountains and the Black Forest. And that's like my favorite place in Freiburg. So I would sit there and study and do readings in the park.
0: So is there anything you want to share about your experience that's related to any of the identities that you identify with? Mm -hmm.
3: I will say Freiburg is way more um, LGBTQ friendly than I thought it was going to be. Maybe not so like upfront Mm -hmm. as you would find it here in the US, but no one was actively hostel especially what surprised me at csd at like pride mm-hmm. there weren't any counter protesters okay and like hundreds of people showed up and there's more of them than i thought
0: because mm-hmm. it's
3: a relatively small city but there's like different little clubs and groups for that
0: at the university too
3: they're not connected in the university because it's like not an official university-based mm-hmm. club but you'll find flyers all around the school.
0: how did you find them
3: bathroom flyer (laughs) (laughs) okay they'll leave like little things on Mm -hmm. the bathroom with like the terrorist tabs and it was like hey here's an email if you want to join and you did i think i went to a few meetings but it like conflicted with my skin
0: okay anything else that you'd like to share question that i didn't ask
3: um i knew german already which is a very big help for me studying abroad but it's still kind of (laughs) terrifying to Mm -hmm. go and speak with native speakers they do not care. They do not care if you are a non-native speaker. As long as you continue to speak in German with them, they'll eventually stop speaking English
0: back to you. Because <laughs> that is, I know, the issue if you go to big cities. I know, especially in Berlin, if they if they can tell that you're not a German speaker, they will switch to English. So how was that experience for you? Were you just persistent? And I want to learn German. I want to speak German. Please speak German to me.
3: Yeah, the few times that people would just like come at me with English, I would just be like, <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah. And I feel like that's really the way to go if you're going and trying to, you know, make sure you can speak or understand the language better. Although it is also a struggle, especially in southern Germany with the dialect. Oh, yeah. It's One of my roommates speaks that. <laughs> I I can understand it now. But when I got there, it was just unexplainably hard to understand. So patience, I think. Mm-hmm. Patience and persistence. because. Germany is. They try to be really welcoming. They are like, oh, you're you're not a native speaker. I can speak English. It'll be easier for both of us. But if you really do want to do that, or if you are an English speaker who doesn't know a lot of German, just keep being persistent in what you actually want to achieve. Because eventually, you get better at it to the point where people won't
0: speak to you in English anymore, and it's. This was my coffee connection with our Young Ambassadors, Vicky, Hannah, and Grace. You can find there and the other Young Ambassadors info on our DAD.org website. And check out our DAD USA Instagram account for student takeovers from our Young Ambassadors, Gilman DAD, and RISE alumni. All content is created and edited by me, Honey Geist. If you would like to get in touch, send an email to geist at DAD.de. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you at the next Coffee Break.